there. Welcome to Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. I'm your host, Grace Howes, productivity and mindset coach and all-around soul nudger for women in business. In this podcast, I not only talk about the process of inner transformational work, but share ways to maneuver through, to reconnect to a deeper sense of your worth, your brilliance, and your agency, especially if you're in your second stage of life. What I know to be true is that women in business can be both fierce and soft, while wholly being themselves, and still find room to be more bold in their thinking, more badass in their doing, and especially more brave in their being. Let's do this, shall we? Sometimes what you don't do is more important than what you do. I know it sounds counterintuitive, right? But not in terms of your mindset. It takes a lot of effort to work through mindset beliefs that have been so ingrained in our psyche. A lot of effort to not do them anymore. But it's not impossible. And I know this because I've done the work myself and continue to do the work to change how I approach certain situations or events that occur to change the thoughts I bring in that affect any results I get. Things that might create anxiety or bring on a sense of overwhelm or actions that lead to burnout. In last week's episode, I shared the link to a PDF I created, Gratitude Manifesting. I had such fun creating it. It's still available for you to download and know that downloading doesn't require a subscription to my Lighthouse Letters, unless that is something you are choosing to do of your own accord. And of course, I think you should. So definitely go ahead and click that box to say yes. But anyway, I digress. As another year closes, in order to prepare for our upcoming year in business, we, we reflect on the year that was. That is what we tend to do. And this PDF I created takes that reflection in a different direction. I call it more future-proofing. The link to download it will be in the show notes for you to access. Go ahead and download it and DM me what's coming up for you. What is the thing that came up for you most? What is the big thing that came up for you? DM me and let me know. Anyway, thinking about the topic of year-end activities... I thought it would be good to do this type of reflection in the context of mindset. So in today's episode, I will be sharing five of the negative mindset thoughts I no longer carry. These are the thoughts that stop me from being my most full being, my most full self in business. These are the things that held me back time and time again. And one of the reasons for for wanting to share this list came to me when I was listening to a podcast. Yeah, I know, podcast again. Where the host listed the top five regrets of the dying. Came me out. (laughs) And I thought, whoa, how morbid. But also, how very much it's set in realistic present day thinking but obviously only in terms of past regrets. 
she listed things that people told her like wishing they hadn't worked so hard or that they had the courage to speak up for themselves more. And that got me to thinking of the work I've done, like I mentioned before, over the years to better myself by changing my mindset, changing the things I believe about me and about what I can do. And working on how I approach different scenarios that play out in front of me and what I do now to stop my IBSC from taking over completely. And if you don't remember what IBSC stands for, it is the itty bitty shitty committee. The part of us that tries to blame, shame, and game the system, our brains, in an effort to supposedly keep us safe. Okay, so let's start that list, shall we? And as you're listening, make a tally of the ones that still play a large role in your life and as you work in your business. Make a tally and just be aware. Just be aware. Okay, here's number one. I no longer make space in my mind for others' opinions. Their opinions of me or my actions, that is. In fact, my kids and hubs are quite used to the phrase I use when this happens. That's your business. As in, nothing to do with me, go check the mirror. Now, this might seem harsh or an intolerable stance to take. Nope. It just means that I choose not to receive that thing, thought, belief, or opinion that someone is trying to pass off onto me. I no longer just hold my hand out and just take whatever is being so freely given. That's called projection. And the latest catchword is gaslighting, although I think it's so overused right now, that word. And it doesn't matter to me anyway. I no longer willingly receive anyone's crap when what really needs to happen is for them to do their own inner work to find out why this thing about me is bringing up such internal chaos in them. Now, I will take responsibility for the things that I do. Um, That's not what I'm saying. But when someone is projecting onto me, an opinion or a thought that they think I should be doing? Nope, I no longer make space to do that. Number two, I no longer sit in and dwell on past mistakes. This one is a long time in coming. And it's not that I, like I can change the outcome anyway. Are there regrets I hold? Heck yeah. And I have to caveat this by saying, I don't hold many regrets. And the reason for that is, I've learned to forgive myself for the action I took or my thinking at the time that precipitated that action. Now I continue to do the work to dig deep so I can learn the lessons. And this is a bigger part of why my regrets list is small just a tiny bit of stuff. I choose to stay in the present by being more self-aware and conscious of the energy available to me in the mindset I'm in. So that helps me not to dwell on things that have already passed because I'm, I'm into learning the lesson here. I'm into learning the lesson about it. 
dwelling on the past, mourning about what could have been and where I would be now if X, Y, and Z hadn't been done, does nothing to help my future growth or help me achieve the new goals and desires I set for myself. And frankly, at this stage in my life, I'd rather dwell in possibility than on mistakes of the past. So number three, I no longer feel the crushing need to have things, or me for that matter, be perfect. This one was a serious hang-up for me for a very long time. And it's not to say that it has completely disappeared. I just don't hold on to those thoughts for too long anymore. And that's because I've learned how not to be my biggest critic. I've learned to let things go and have done be the thing I strive for, not perfection. I know you know that saying, done is better than perfect. In fact, I remember thinking, why have something be quote-unquote done halfway? Do it perfectly the first time and then be finished with it. Because perfection always happens on the first try, right? (laughs) And secondarily to that, it was hard to not ingest or to get away from what was being shown as acceptable standards in business and in life. So, nope, I am done with that. Now, don't get me wrong, I still create expectations. I'm still human after all, and that kind of goes with the territory. But these expectations no longer hold me up in mindset purgatory when things don't go as planned or when I falter or experience failure. I guess the saying is true then, with age comes wisdom. Hmm. Okay, number four, I no longer believe that my success is just dumb luck. Now, this might be a me thing, as in not a majority of people experience this one. But I forever believed that I didn't have it, luck that is, and that others have been lucky and would always be luckier than me. And unfortunately, this was a belief I held on for most of my 20s. I remember that. I saw others finding favor in life, and I knew that that was just not my lot. Isn't that that's such a sad state? Now that I look back, I had no silver spoon to rely on, nor an easy way to access money. And that's not to say that either one of these was a, a better position. It's just that that was my thinking back then. And this other part of the equation that I was aware, unaware of at the time, but have done the work to kind of parse it out. I was also dealing with being a black body in America. And that ideology, that thinking, that framework of who I was in and of itself is a mindfuck bender I readily accepted as my truth. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that one. But this thinking of having as much luck as I perceived others having, it did make it difficult for me to get out of my own way and to start thinking I can make things happen on my own. So yeah, no longer believe that Success is not mine to have. Number five, 
I no longer require tacit, unspoken approval from others. This was so refreshing when I realized this is what was going on with me. This is the need for validation that came at me in two ways. Asking for opinions, suggestions, or advice before I made any decision and comparing myself to others, knowing in my heart that I wasn't there yet. So to me, that meant I wasn't ready to move forward. Talk about slowing your own role based on nothing but falsehoods. Whoa. It's said that every second we spend seeking reassurance and getting second and third opinions is time taken away from staying focused on the task at hand. And to me, this was about understanding my own capacity and also from knowing who I am at my core. Your mindset determines who you are, or rather, who you believe you are at any given time in your life. I don't know if you've read the word, read the book rather, Essentialism by Greg McEwen. He said this, when we forget our ability to choose, we learn to be helpless. Drip by drip, we allow our power to be taken away until we end up becoming a function of other people's choices, even a function of our own past choices. Well, holy smokes, yes, sorry, that was me. And if there's one thing to know about entrepreneurship, it's that this journey of business ownership can push hard at our self-belief and the things we believe about our abilities, our skill set, and our capabilities, our energetic capacity. So if we're existing in business with an almost empty confidence tank, among other things that negative mindset um, robs us of, while also trying to keep our head above water, we are more than likely going to drown. I want to think about, in terms of entrepreneurship, drowning means quitting or maybe filing bankruptcy. We are more likely to drown rather than float to the top to survive and thrive. Approval from others is about not having enough confidence or belief in yourself while also living in lack and scarcity. And I chose to stop that habit. I still get opinions and suggestions from mentors and big biz colleagues, but I trust that the ultimate decision I make is mine alone. And today you've got a bonus one. I've, I've added this one a little bit later. Number six is the dreaded self-doubt. Now, this is one I still work on every day, but it doesn't stop me from doing my work for days on end like it used to before. It still raises its irritating and dispiriting head up in me, but because I've done the work to push back on the previous five negative mindsets I talked about, self-doubt just doesn't have many partners to collude with anymore. 
So let's do a quick recap. Seriously, recap? No. Let's do a quick recap. Mindset number one, not being too quick to accept other people's opinion. They have a right to their opinion, just like you have a right not to receive it. Mindset number two, leave the past in the past, but definitely learn from it. Mistakes are there to help you learn. No sense in letting all that good information go to waste. So the thing to do is to work to not hold on to things you cannot change. Spilt milk is spilt milk and Humpty Dumpty cannot be put back together again. Not happening. Mindset number three. Oh, perfection, you sly dog, you. This one is about decreasing the internal pressure we feel to be precise, exact, even flawless sometimes. The work here is about releasing the tendency to be so self-critical and judgmental in the things you do, especially in your online presence. Mindset number four, dumb luck. This one is truly about self-worth and knowing that you have the ability to do anything you set your mind to achieving. Believe in yourself first. Ooh. Now, don't underestimate the power of luck. That's something you can make happen. But also, don't sit waiting for it to show up either. Mindset number five, approval from others. This one resides smack dab in your self-confidence and ability to make decisions. So mostly, it's about self-belief. Work, work, work on the self-belief. And about that extra mindset issue that troubles every single person, the planet over, self-doubt, the bad news is it doesn't go away. But the good news, it can be greatly minimized with some serious inner work to understand where the base of it stems from. It's under there somewhere. And that's the work I do with my clients. We go deep. And knowing that I now have the tools on board to deal with these negative mindset issues that rear up, it's like having an honors agreement between my core being and my IBSC, my itty bitty shitty committee. She still comes out to let me know of perceived dangers ahead to safeguard me, yes. But I now have the presence of mind to check in with myself. There's always, always checking in to see if the thoughts that are coming up are based in fact or just the lies my IBSC needs me to believe to get me to back away from the edge. But Grace don't play those games anymore like she previously did. Yay! Perception and forthcoming action are in my hands to control. And like Martha Stewart said, that's a good thing. Do you remember how she used to say that all the time after she created some beautiful masterpiece presentation? <laughs> so looking back on all that I shared in this episode, which one still gets stuck in your craw? Which one still holds you hostage? And are there any that you've worked on that are no longer a gigantic pain in the butt issue for you as you work in your business? I hope so. 
because your business deserves to have all of you present with it so you can ride the wave of success and abundance. And now that I've described what they look like for me and you recognize yourself still doing some of them and it's curtailing your efforts in business, reach out to me. Let's sit and have a conversation about the nitty gritty. Let's just dive right in to talk about them and see how I can help you turn things around. Dwell in possibility. That's probably my, one of my most favorite phrases. Dwell in possibility, my friend. For the first time, when your doubts don't rule your thoughts and your actions. Head to kgracehouse.com to figure your way out. Alrighty then. Till next time, be brave, be bold, stay badass.